Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey, ladies. Welcome to the episode number 24 of the Fit Me Forever podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about summer social activities and how exactly we can go into this season with confidence while still making progress. But before we do that, we want to share with you guys about our live event. Kayla, do you want to tell our listeners the details? Yes, we are so excited about this. If you guys are um, looking to have some hands-on help, this is the perfect time. We'd love to invite you to join us for our very first OmniFit live event. It's going to be happening here in Dover, New Hampshire on July 1st. Now, this isn't your typical conference. Um, We're actually going to be sitting down with you, helping you goal set, construct, and understand the plan that you have in place. In addition to all of that, We're going to be having conversations around common struggles like cravings and managing stress and consistency, mindset techniques, and all of these areas to help improve your results. We're also going to be going to the gym together. So we'll be covering your form and intensity, things that are specific to changing your physique. Fitness in general can be very confusing with so much information out there. So our goal is to have you walking away from this event knowing exactly what you should be doing for your personal goals and have a plan in place so that you can achieve them. And what we've done to accomplish this is we've actually limited the spaces to just 25 women. This allows us to have the biggest impact for you. So to reserve your spot, go to theomnifit.com slash live. We are so excited about this event. Can't wait to hang out with all of you guys in person. And so again, just reserve your spot or to learn more about the event, go to theomnifit.com slash live. All right, let's jump right in talking about summer. It is literally right here. We're basically in it. Um, Georgia is in summer more than New England. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we are definitely in summer. (laughs) Uh, Yes. But either way, the holidays still come around, right? What is Memorial Day weekend is in a couple weeks, so. Yeah, everybody everybody has their eye towards time to get in a swimsuit and have a little bit of fun. And hang out at the beach or barbecues or all kinds of fun things. Right. Yeah. So how are we going to manage that and not get fat? (laughs) (laughs) That's totally everyone's thought though. So I love that. It really is. Well, it helps to start off with not having conflicting goals. Yeah. Right. I want to go all out this summer, but I want to wear my swimsuit and I want to eat whatever I want. Well, there's a balance, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so today we're going to cover some of those main topics um, to help you manage this season, this time where um, you can enjoy all of these different activities, um, but it doesn't totally derail you. And we truly believe that there's a, there's a nice little um, balance in the gray area there um, and some feedback that you can get from your body along the way where you can just kind of change the plan a little bit. You might go into it with one plan. Um, you might go on your first vacation with a one plan and be able to just kind of redirect. So we want to give you guys some of those tools and strategies today before summer comes so that you can reflect on this as you kind of approach throughout the rest of the season. And one of the things that I would say that um, 
everybody wants to be thinking about is where are they right now and kind of where have they been in the last couple of months? Like, are they in a, you know, have you been in a diet phase? Have you been at maintenance? Um, or have you been in a gaining phase? Like, where are you? And that would be the first step in deciding um, what kind of needs to happen next. Um, you know, do you still want to be in a fat loss phase? And if that is the case, then things are going to look a little bit differently, perhaps than maybe if you're already at maintenance and kind of have been hanging out there. Mm -hmm. Either way, I would suggest that if you have a lot of summer activities planned, that you would get to um, maintenance as quickly as possible so that you could enjoy um, a little bit more of the activity, perhaps. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It does. Let's dig in a little bit. Um to provide the listeners a specific example of, let's say um, you have been, you know, what are we, we're in May, a lot of um, fat loss goals kind of started in January, maybe they fell off, restarted in February. Um, but generally speaking, the beginning of the year, maybe you have been um, decreasing the how much food you've been eating, you have been going to the gym frequently. Um, and so you don't want to lose all that you've, all that you've gained and in way progress is what I mean. Um, all the progress that you've made over the last couple months and you're approaching summer. So let's use that case as a scenario. Yeah. So what I think of, um, and I'm sure you guys is, is right on spot with this is, you know, you don't want to totally start to trend backwards from what you've all just made. So the next best step is starting to increase your increase your intake, get back to a maintenance level in which that you can maintain that physique. Um, and so that's going to be something that's going to be, you know, realistic for that time. Um, but also just knowing not only that being at a, a caloric place where you can sustain that um, from all that, but also, you know, handling these events, these barbecues, these lake days, this, all of this, you know, fun stuff that you want to indulge in, especially if you're someone who likes to indulge in like drinks or whatever, you know, making sure that you're indulging in these without, you know, going backwards um, in that. And so there's a fine balance in between the two. And so I would just say knowledge, The one of the biggest steps that I think of is knowledge where you currently are and how you can, can stay consistent in that area. Mm -hmm. So the hardest thing is to know, um, I'm sorry, Kayla. I... No, go ahead. I just want to make sure that, so if someone's in a fat loss phase and they're not quite ready to stop losing body fat, you know, they've made progress and they're approaching summer, um, using some of those same tips. Now, for those of you that maybe are ready to transition or want to have a more relaxed summer, we're going to cover you too. But yeah. for, for this particular person, this gal that doesn't want to not participate, but still wants to lose body fat, what are some of those specific parameters that, that she can take into those barbecues and those lake days and um, in terms of alcohol consumption so that she's not feeling left out, um, but she's still paying respect to this goal that she has? Right. I definitely, I, I autom automatically think of just planning ahead. Mm -hmm. um, look at how far is the event out? You know, is it a week? Is it a couple of weeks or whatever? I would say that if you're in a fat loss phase, I would continue to kind of maintain that phase if that's what your goal is. And as, you, as you're approaching the day, be thinking about, I mean, a lot of times what we'd say is, we say it's a wedding event or something like that. And it's not your wedding, but you're attending one. Um, if you've been consistently at your macro level, you know, for a while, maybe, you know, for a couple of days, I might increase my macros a little bit. I'd probably uptake my protein 
um, probably uptake carbs a little bit and just kind of work into the event a few days where your body's not going to change that much. But if you're at a pretty low level and then all of a sudden you have excesses amounts of food for three or four days at a time, that could be a little bit problematic depending on what you want. But it also could serve your body well too. It just really depends individually where you're at. Um, you could think of it as a kind of a planned refeed. Mm-hmm. If, if, you know, um, you know, that's the way you want to go about it. So I might just that particular day, if it, if it was later in the day, I might um, make sure I got my protein in all day long. I might do um, a little bit higher fat, lower carb, and just kind of ease into the event and then enjoy the event. Um, probably not, you know, have five or six drinks, but I might alternate those um, beverages with maybe I'd have a glass of wine and then I'd have a glass of water and maybe some soda, you know, diet soda or something like that. And then another glass of wine. So as the evening went on, it was just spread out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And that's taking all into consideration all these things that we talk about all the time of keeping this this mindset state of awareness of how are you feeling? Um, how is this food? Jody, you have this very common thing that a lot of your clients um, repeat in your coaching calls about. Is it a three bite rule? Yeah, the three bite rule. <laughs> it's so great. Will you tell the listeners about your three bite rule? Because I feel like it's so powerful. I, I don't remember where I picked it up. It's not actually mine. So I'm, I'm not taking credit for it, but it was so awesome. Um, when I read it, I was like, that makes so much sense. When you think about a piece of cake or a dessert or something like that, um, the first bite is pretty awesome. The next bite, you're just really savoring. And by the time you get to the third bite, every bite after that is exactly the same. So you ask yourself, like, what increasing value am I really picking up? How does this, you know, how does this really meet my goals or whatever? And I find that I can enjoy an event by just, you know, there's a couple of things on the table that I might think I like the taste of. I'll pick up three or four things, but I'll limit it to my three bite rule. And I'm fully satisfied. I don't feel cheated. And um, I've shared that with clients over and over again. And they found it to be a really successful, you know, really successful for them. Mm-hmm. So it's Definitely, just- because you're not depriving yourself. You're still trying it. And honestly, I saw this meme the other day that was like, we should get, we should get reward points back for all the calories that didn't taste as good as they, as we thought they were going to. That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, how often is it that we eat something and we're like, yeah, that real, that grocery store cookie was really not like, I really wanted a home-baked fresh out of the oven cookie. Like if I'm gonna, um, and so keep that in mind as you're going to these events, if you're doing this stuff, um, now let's switch gears. Let's switch gears for the gal that let's say she's already started to experience some of those down regulation of her metabolism, right? Like maybe that progress isn't coming at this really steep slope of you're losing that pound a week or, you know, a pound every other week. Um, so you've kind of been stagnant for a little bit and you're still eating at a deficit and you're still working pretty hard. What would she do as she approaches events summertime in general? Taylor, wouldn't you say we'd probably just do a a gradual reverse? Honestly, yeah. Like you can go, there's, there's plenty with different ways you can go with this for sure. You know, you could continue to be, which is probably where a majority of our clients are in the mindset of, I need to keep going all or nothing, Mm -hmm. you know, balls to the wall, cold turkey. 
but is that really going to help you get to the finish line strong and, and really help you long-term. And so just as you had said, Jody, definitely reversing meaning let's bring your calories back up. Let's see what your body wants to do now being that it's, it's fed a little bit more. It's in a more relaxed state in which it's probably going to finally want to release that body that long term instead of just hold on to everything be so stressed you know and that and how joyous is that I can't think of any better news than to say okay let's start let's start eating more like oh yes let's do that you know and And I think that's a thing that we need to um, talk about a little bit because metabolic stress is a stressor. I mean, when you're under eating, that is a stressor to your body Mm -hmm. and it upregulates cortisol and all kinds of hormones that want, that are in place to protect your body from either getting too small or just that whole survival mode. And so um, when you start to add back food, it's amazing what happens and Mm -hmm. how the body can feel relief. Yeah. feel relief. And that does then prime you for, to be able to enjoy events. Again, it's not the like blanket go hog wild type of thing. Um, unless you're really are positioned for like a a free day or something like that, where, um, that it would really, you know, help operate up, regulate your metabolism. Um, you just have to, you have to know that mm-hmm. yeah. you have to be drawing feedback from your own experience. So every single person is going to be different. Um, I know if we were to compare our personal experiences, um, you know, myself, Jody and Taylor, our situations and our bodies are going to respond differently, even though where we are right now, we're all metabolically healthy. We're still going to respond differently. So maybe you go to that wedding and you, you know, use the example that Jody had used for, um, let's call her client A, who desires to maintain a fat loss phase, but she gained either a little too much weight or she felt really lethargic or really impacted her next week. Um, knowing what to expect can really help you approach those things. Um, and one single event can be vastly different than a week's vacation. Um, for people that are planning for a week's vacation, one, you don't take a week's vacation like at the drop of a hat. I mean, usually that takes some planning. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind and prepare for that so that you can receive the maximum um, refreshing and re- feel rejuvenated from both your mind and your body. Um, we always encourage movement on vacations and prioritize your protein. Um, but especially like these all-inclusive resorts and such, um, that's when you really have to balance that like alcohol consumption and um, you know, moving from one drink to water to seltzer to, you know, diet soda, staying hydrated um, and listening to your body. Um, and so ahead of, ahead of time, you find us continuing to go back on your own personal biofeedback. It really has to fall back on how you feel. Um, some stuff is going to make one person tired versus maybe a bunch of carbs make somebody else feel really energized just depending on where they are, where their body fat is, where their leptin and ghrelin levels have been over a period of time. Um, and so those are all things to, to kind of be thinking about. The thing I think too about events that um, obviously you want to go and enjoy yourself and be free, you're like mentally free. Mm-hmm. So if you are, you know, if you plan ahead about those events and can just kind of, you know, think through generally what what are they going to be like who's going to be there who do you want to talk to and spend time with and then when when you get there just try to avoid mindless eating 
Um, you know, like be intentional. We talk about that all the time. Be intentional about your eating. Um, I even, one of the things that I do like for events like that is I make sure I have plenty of protein on my plate first and then go, if it's a buffet or whatever, go pick the things that I really think I'm going to enjoy without having to feel like I have everything on my plate, right? Um, and usually I will start eating the protein item first and try not to eat mindlessly. And even though you're talking with people or whatever, listening to are you full, um, you know, that sort of thing, rather than just before mm-hmm. you know it, two plates are gone and, you know, what, what right. just happened. Right, yeah. Because yeah. the majority of the time, we're going to the events for the people. Right. <laughs> yes. the event. We're not going for the food. Um, and yeah. if you are going to an event for what if it is a wine tasting or it is about the food or whatever, then prepare for that. Go so that you can enjoy that and not be so self-absorbed that you're so worried about how this is going to negatively impact your fitness. <laughs> like, is it going to make me fat? Um, yeah. such, a, such a shallow place to be that we really want to experience, help you guys experience the freedom in enjoying your life. It's so much more than what you look like. Yeah, totally. We probably should talk about alcohol a minute. Cause I know that that comes up. I, I have a number of clients that, you know, in, enjoy that during mm-hmm. the summer season and, um, cul-de-sac barbecues and you know, things like that. But, um, one of the things that I just really need to know is that alcohol is a fuel. And it is a fuel that is um, preferentially oxidized through the liver. And what that means is it's, that's how the energy is created. And when alcohol is present in your system, your body is going to use that energy source first before anything else. So keep that in mind when you're eating, because what's happening if you're drinking and eating at the same time, that energy source from alcohol is going to be depleted and used from your system first. It's not going to be stored, but the everything else, I mean, basically all of our food kind of gets stored and then reused type of thing. But at this, but you are more predisposed to put on, um, you know, adipose tissue um, when you're drinking and eating at the same time. And if you're, you know, eating a lot of high fat, high carb and drinking, um, you're just setting yourself up for a perfect storm. And if you've yeah. been in that fat loss phase and you're not at maintenance and you start doing that regularly and often, that might be one of the reasons that we talked about on our last podcast, why the scale's not changing or why it's going the other direction. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, I specifically, that's a really good point, Jody. I can pinpoint right away when I think of, you know, the alcohol consumption and what can actually happen after that too for a lot of people just kind of what those days after looks like you know like how do I get back on track that kind of thing from from that feeling if maybe they took it too far or whatever or you know any kind of hangover what people commonly think of is a cure they think greasy food or what have you you know being that your body is taking alcohol as the first and foremost priority to absorb um, above all other nutrients, it takes, I forgot the amount of time hours though, hours to do that. And then later on the food is still, you know, being processed and digested and absorbed and that that can run into who knows how long next day, next few days. And so when you wake up in the morning and go out to, out to a diner, 
and have all of this junk fried food, you know, that can keep piling on and piling on. And when your system, it already has energy, a lot of energy to use stored up, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not in a deficit there. You'll be, you'll be fine. So just focusing on water, your body is dehydrated. That is why you start to feel like that. So be hydrated. You know, a lot of times I know we've covered this before, but the feelings of hunger, um, that deprivation is oftentimes always dehydration. And so focusing on being hydrated and just getting back on track in terms of your normal routine of prioritizing the protein, getting some vegetables in, getting real wholesome food in. And once you just start to get back on that from, you know, this vacation or whatever was your normal for a day or so or more, then you can easily transition back into that feeling good. Mm -hmm. It really does boil down to preparation and sticking to a schedule within boundaries that you've created for yourself, whether it's for that one day and that event by prioritizing your protein and maybe limiting your carbohydrates and fats in preparation for a larger meal later that day. Um, or it's prioritizing your water, making sure that you already have food prepped. So this is another, a common thing, like after you go on vacation, you know, you haven't gone grocery shopping and a lot of times you get home and then you wake up the next day and your day starts and you're like, crap, well, have, there's plenty of food prep companies that you can literally order even just three or four meals for you and your spouse or significant other to just be delivered the night that you arrive so that you have food for the next day that's already prepared for you. Um, that has been so tremendous and helpful for a lot of the clients that I've been working with recently that have gone on a few vacations and they just come home and they're like, oh my gosh, I did not even realize that that extra little investment in my self-care would set my week off so well because you come back on a Saturday, Sunday, your Monday starts and it's crap. You know, you've got like just work and busyness. And then next thing you know, you're a week behind and you had two weeks off of eating terrible and feeling terrible. And it can just be this cycle. So yeah, I like that you mentioned that preparation for the next day. Yeah, super important. All right, guys. Well, we just wanted to cover a few things for you today about summer social activities. We hope this was super helpful for you and we will talk to you again next time. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right. Talk to you guys soon.